0: Hi everybody this is Scott Lutz and today I'm going to be reading the test of first of many uh, messages on the test of faith. Today the book of, we're going to be going through the book of Job and um, we are going to find out what job did through his test. As Christians we often find ourselves tested. I'm sure some of us feel tested uh, most of the time and that the tests never end. But one man in the Bible was not only tested, he managed to pass that test, and his name was Job. Whenever I end up in a test, I I like to turn to Job and many others. So today we are going to start by reading Job 1, 6-22. One day the angels came to present themselves before the Lord, and Satan also came with them. The Lord said to Satan, Where have you come from? Satan answered the Lord. From roaming through the earth and going back and forth in it. Then the Lord said to Satan, Have you considered my servant Job? There is no one on earth like him. He is blameless and upright, a man who fears God and shuns evil. Does Job fear God for nothing? Satan replied. Have you not put a hedge around him and his household and everything he has? You have blessed the work of his hands, so that the flocks and herds are spread throughout the land. But stretch out your hand. And strike everything he has, and he will surely curse you to your face. The Lord said to Satan, Very well then. Everything he has is in your hand, but on the man himself do not lay a finger. Then Satan went out from the presence of the Lord. One day when Job's sons and daughters were feasting and drinking wine at the oldest brother's house, a messenger came to Job and said, The oxen were plowing. And the donkeys were grazing nearby, and Simeon's attacked and carried them off. They put your servants to the sword, and I am the only one who has escaped to tell you. While he was still talking, another messenger came and said, The fire of, the, of God fell from the sky and burned up the sheep and the servants, and I am the only one to escape to tell you. While he was still speaking, another messenger came and said, the Chalans formed three-part raiding parties and swept down on, the cam- on your camels and carried them off. They put your servants to the sword, and I am the only one to escape to tell you. While he was still speaking, yet another messenger came and said, "Your sons and daughters were feasting and drinking wine at the oldest brother's house when suddenly a mighty wind swept in from the st- from the desert and struck the four corners of the house. I coll- it collapsed." On them and they are dead, and I am the only one who has escaped to tell you. At this, Job got up and tore his robe and shaved his head. Then he fell to the ground in worship and said, "Naked I am from the from my mother's womb, and naked I depart. The Lord gave and the Lord has taken away. May the name of the Lord be praised." In all this, Job did not sin by changing charging God with wrongdoing. When we read the book of Job, we learn that God is proud of him. We know that Job was not a man without sin, but his relationship with God and his repentance was strong enough for God to see him blameless in his eyes. But Satan did not give up easy. He tries it again. So let's go to round two. You can just hear the the bell and of this battle, and it's round two now, okay? <clears throat> So let's read Job two, one through ten. On another day the angels came to present themselves before the Lord, and Satan also came with them to present themselves himself before him. And the Lord said to Satan, Where have you come from? Satan answered the Lord, From roaming through the earth and going back and forth in it. Then the Lord said to Satan, Have you considered my servant Job? There is no one on earth like him. He is blameless and upright, a man who fears God and shuns evil. And he still remains his integrity, though you incited me against him to ruin him without any reason. Skin for skin, Satan replied. A man will give all he has for his own life. But stretch out your hand and strike his flesh and bones, and he will surely curse you to your face. The Lord said to Satan, Very well then, he is in your hands, but you must spare his life. So Satan went out. From the presence of the Lord, and afflicted Job and painful sores from the soles of his feet and to to the top of his head. Then Job took a piece of broken pottery and scraped himself with it as he sat among the ashes. His wife said to him, Are you still holding on to your integrity? Curse God and die. He replied, You are talking like a foolish woman. Shall we accept good from God and not trouble? Can you just imagine that? Just think about that. If you were had a spouse, you came home from a rotten day from work, or everything's going on wrong around you, and all she says is, curse God and die. Hmm. That, to me, would, make, would kind of wonder if I shouldn't be thinking about finding a new place to live. Well, you know, but Job doesn't do anything to her. He just rebukes her and continues to... To follow the Lord God without sinning in these uh, situations and in these times. And in all this, Job did not sin in what he said. You now, Job's second test was was the most difficult. Not only did Satan inflict him with sores, his wife didn't show any sympathy of what was happening. I mean, how would you like it if you came? I mean, this is just a, an awful day for Job. and But still... He follows the Lord and focuses on the Lord. And to make a long story short, his friends come around and give him a hard time also. But why the lack of sympathy? It's because during Job's time, even sometimes today, in fact, this kind of teaching is is surprisingly getting more and more popular, where people thought that if you are going through bad times, you must have sinned. You must have done something wrong. And even though sin can cause a lot of trouble in your life even though if it looks pleasant even though if it looks wonderful it can cause a problem cheating on your spouse can lead to divorce Uh, and other things uh, spending money recklessly can lead to hardship and and problems with money and finances so sin can cause a lot of harm, and if you abuse your body, you can get a disease. Sin can cause a lot of harm, but but that just because someone sins doesn't mean the end of the world is coming because we have Jesus Christ as our personal Savior. Okay, what we do is not always going to reflect in this as a test. It's not you're not going to be tested and punished all the time when. I mean, you will be punished all the time if you sin, but you can repent and come to God. And but in Job's case, he was blameless; he didn't do anything. So, so to say he must have sinned, and that's why he's going through stuff. There's no there's no accountability to those accusations. But let's go ahead and continue. And as a result, Job was blessed ten times over. And even though Job lost everything and was persecuted by his wife and friends, he didn't lose his faith. In fact, he pretty much told God, Your will be done and not my own. So, and it was all because Job didn't turn his back on God. See, Satan focused on the financial problems. He focused on the material problems. But Job didn't see these things as as relevant. He didn't see these things as important. He, he saw that God with his relationship with God was more important than these things. And that's why God went ahead and blessed him. And, and that is why God blessed him 10 times over, because he wasn't focused on material things. He was focused on the Lord. And even though you may not be rich, even though you may not have everything you ever wanted, Focus on the Lord, and that, and you will see God perform in wonderful ways. And that doesn't mean that you will get every material thing that you want. That doesn't mean you're going to be rich. But focus on the Lord, and you will receive blessings from the Lord God. Now, even though sin can cause... A lot of damage to our lives. We need to realize that disaster does not just strike when we sin. Remember, Job was blameless in God's eyes and he still lost everything. And through the blood of Jesus, you are blameless yourself. You are walking with the Lord today. No, the reason why Job was, was tested was because of his faith. Job's situation is a perfect example of how we are to meet our tests. First of all, we need to be honest with God. Don't tell God that that you're thankful for your suffering. Even though Job praised God during the test, he was overwhelmed with grief. God likes honesty. So So what I do during times of trial is I tell the Lord, I hate the test, but your will be done. And that's what Job did. And if you stand firm during your trial you will prevail and be stronger than you were before the test began. So when a test of faith happens, and it does, praise God through the test of, and praise him through, for being found worthy to be tested. Because Job was found worthy to be tested. Some of us are being tested right now. And some of us of you don't know the Lord Jesus as your personal Savior. So let's pray. And let's go ahead and close this up. Dear Lord Jesus, I praise you and thank you for this message. This is one of the greatest messages um, that I have. I I believe that you, Lord, are going to get us through this test. And I pray that we do not seek material things and call those the only blessings you give. We pray that you, Lord, that you, your Son, Jesus Christ, is the blessing that we need. And therefore... Those who don't know you, Lord Jesus, I just pray that they repent and come to you, Lord, and accept you as personal Savior. And as for those who do know you, I just pray that you walk them through the test, that you be with them through this test, and that you show them that you are just trying to grow them, that they're not sinners, they haven't done anything wrong, but you are growing them, Lord, and making them uh, stronger. And we praise you, Lord, for finding us worthy for the test. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless you. I will see you next. I will talk to you next time. Next time we are going to be talking about the word is alive in, in the book of John. And we are going to um, discuss how Jesus became flesh. So God bless you. I will see you next week.